Starcasting to you from the City of Angels. Hi, everyone. My name is Karis. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the Voice of Astrology podcast. Astrology is the eternal, indestructible superpower of the cosmos. And if you're looking for the force and freedom to make your own choices in life, to live the life that you want to live, then you've come to the right place. All you have to do is look up. This is our astrology for the week beginning Sunday, July 31st through Saturday, August 6, 2022. Journey with astrology and let's explore how to connect with the stars, the planets, the energies for our new week ahead. Now on Sunday, July 31st, you're wanting to sort things out. We're starting off the week with the moon in Virgo ruled by Mercury. Now with the moon in Virgo, going through things, your finances, your home, the clutter in your home, perhaps, your relationships, your job, all of it, your health, especially your health, because Virgo rules over doctors and nurses. Virgo is the sign of service, it's health, but also Virgo separates the toxic from the healthy. So we're starting off this Sunday, starting off this week with this emotional need. The moon is what we need and what we want to get ourselves straightened out, to clear away the clutter, to sort things through. Now, we just had the new moon in Leo, Kazemi new moon, meaning in the heart of a few days ago. Also on the day of the new moon in Leo, Jupiter stationed retrograde. So now we're on Sunday, the 31st, and we have the young baby moon where we're just starting to see that gorgeous, magical crescent of the new young moon. And this Sunday, the new young crescent moon is in Virgo, which is about what do I want to keep? What do you want to let go of across the board in your life. The new moon time is the time, the cycle of the moon that always relates to springtime, new action, spring full of hope and promise. The moon is starting to increase in light. Things are getting warmer, lighter. This cycle of the moon, new moon to second quarter, no matter what time of year we're in, it always has a correspondence to the spring. And so what do we like to do in the spring? Typically, we like to open up the windows, let the light and the fresh air in and start sorting through what we need to let go of so that the new time, the springtime, the lighter time can come in. So this is how we're starting off the week with that beautiful moon in Virgo that likes to take stock of things. And the moon in Virgo is very much about how things affect the stomach, the third chakra. The moon relates to the stomach where we hold courage and dignity. Virgo rules over the digestive tract. What we take in and then separate again 
the wheat from the chaff, the healthy from the unhealthy. So if you're feeling this energy, this heightened energy of, I want to get to work and get things done and sort through things. That's the new moon that we just had. So the energy is increasing. And it's also how we're starting off the week on the 31st with that young crescent, beautiful moon. The new moon in Leo that we just had was Kazemi. It was in the heart of. So with the, new, with the new moon in Leo and the moon in Virgo on this Sunday, you're wanting to get the heart to the heart of what you really love. Leo rules over the heart and love what you really love and want to keep and what you want to let go of. Now, also on that new moon in Leo day, Jupiter stationed retrograde. Jupiter is the planet of increase. But before we increase, because Jupiter does not recognize limitations, this Jupiter is retrograde now. So the feel, the astrological energies and powers that we're connecting to as we start off the week is before you increase and add things in, you want to go through the clutter and let things go, sort things out before the new space opens up and we can add in. That's Jupiter stationing retrograde that happened with the new moon in Leo. We don't have to increase so fast. We need to let go of, clear the cobwebs away, clear out that space, whatever that means for you. But it is across the board of your life before the new can come in. And when we go into Monday, August 1st, we still have the moon in Virgo. And the moon in Virgo, Mercury rules over Virgo. And on this Monday, Mercury is making an inconjunct to Neptune in Pisces. The Mercury in Leo makes an inconjunct aspect to Neptune in Pisces. And the moon in Virgo ruled by Mercury is making an opposition aspect to Neptune. So the inconjunct are the little things that makes mean so much because it can be frustrating, aggravating. You know, God is in the details, they say. And so the smallest little thing that Mercury sees, by the way, and wants to make adjustments with a little of this, a little bit of that. And getting clear because the moon is making an aspect to Neptune, which can be murky, confusing, too emotional. And then Virgo's ruler, Mercury in Leo, is also making an aspect, the inconjunct to Neptune in Pisces. So it's the adjustments again as we're starting off Monday, the moon's day. Now, later on, on Monday, the moon's day, the moon changes signs. The moon moves into Libra, which is ruled by Venus. Now, one of the main focuses of this is that when you're getting ready for a new relationship to come in, or you're wanting a new romance, a new love, a new partnership, you will find that Again, you're wanting to clear the space. You're wanting to, in a sense, create a new you, a new look, a new space, but you're wanting to clear things 
away before that new romance and love comes in. It's almost like a ceremonial ritual thing we do. It's, it's a preparation. We could think of that in the sense of getting things ready for new love. And this very much is connected to the powers, not only of the new moon in Leo, which rules over the heart, but also how we're starting the week with the young moon in Virgo, clearing things away, getting things sorted out as we're preparing for love to come in. This is a springtime cycle of the moon and springtime is about springtime love. And so as we have the moon moving into Libra ruled by Venus, which rules over love, romance, marriage, pleasure, just the beauty of the love affair. On Tuesday, the moon in Libra makes a sextile aspect to the sun in Leo. Now, with the moon in in Libra making that 60-degree angle to the sun in Leo, and the sun and Venus, they love each other. Leo and Libra, hello, beautiful. (laughs) That's a nice combination because Libra has no problem at all loving the Leos. Those two just go together. And this moon in Libra on August 2nd, making that sextile to the sun at home, its strongest placement of the heart in love. Why you've been clearing out the space, so to speak, is because the opportunity on August 2nd is to, with the 60-degree angle, the sextile, is to meet that love, that new summer romance, the heart. And if that isn't enough, because that is just a sweet honey aspect, so beautiful and romantic. When we go into August 3rd, the moon in Libra will then make a air trine flow to Saturn in Aquarius. So not only meeting the potential one, the lover, but with that moon in Libra making a trine flow to Saturn in Aquarius, that's when the feeling, the energy is, wait a minute, this could stand the test of time. This could be something more than just a summer rendezvous, as they used to call it, a summer love affair, summer romance. This could be something that lasts. And because the moon in Libra is making an air trine flow to Saturn retrograde in Aquarius. This can be a love, a lover coming back to you because it wasn't the right time before. Timing is so key. And with Saturn retrograde in Aquarius, then this can be why you're clearing the space for a love to come in, it can be someone from the past that it wasn't the right time before Saturn retrograde and Aquarius, but now it is. So the opportunity to meet your love and then on August 3rd to have the knowing 
the connection to the energy that not only did I meet someone or re-meet someone, reconnect with someone, but this could be it. And now as I'm looking at these aspects with the moon and Libra and Saturn and Aquarius, this makes me think of Carol Lombard and Clark Gable. Now, if you don't know who they were back in the day, in the golden age of Hollywood, it was a movie star named Carol Lombard. She was a brilliant, brilliant actress and comedian and just known, and she was a Libra, and just known for her generosity and kindness and fun. She made a movie with the king of Hollywood, Aquarian Clark Gable. Now, when they first met making a movie, they were both married to other people and they did not get involved at the time. They were involved with other people. But later on, a few years later, when things changed, meaning their relationship status, they got married, fell madly in love. This was during the time when Clark Gable was making Gone with the Wind. And it wasn't the right time initially but when it was the right time, they were the king and queen of Hollywood. So in love, so romantic. I could go on and on about it, but I won't in this podcast. If you'd like to hear more about the compatibility and the eternal love of Carol Lombard and Clark Gable, let me know in the comments. I'd be more than thrilled to make a video about their astrological compatibility. But anyway, this is this aspect of the moon in Libra making that air trine flow to Saturn retrograde in Aquarius, where the love that you meet or the love that you reconnect with can be the one that you feel and know this could stand the test of time. And when we look at a retrograde, which is a return, of course, in life, you've had that feeling of deja vu where you've met someone and you think and feel, gee, have we known each other somewhere in time and space? Have you ever had that feeling of deja vu when you meet someone and it's just, it's a connection where you feel we've been together before. We're meant to be together. Now on August 3rd as well, Mercury changes signs. And isn't it funny that before Mercury goes into Virgo on August 3rd, which is its domicile and exaltation, the ending degrees of Mercury in Leo, and we just talked about the, the king of Hollywood, later degrees, the last degrees of Leo, that's Regulus, the royal heart of the lion, the king. Interesting. So on August 3rd, Mercury enters cool, dry, scientific Virgo, where Mercury is in its castle, it's at home, and it's exalted. So when Mercury is in Virgo, this is when the mind is so focused, so sharp, that the focus, the Mercury, the messenger god, the master magician that can focus the mind and manifest 
and bring down into the physical what it is that you're focusing on and wanting to manifest. This is this is Mercury functioning supremely, sublimely. Now on the 4th, August 4th, the moon goes into Scorpio. The moon in Scorpio is her fall. This is intense, deep emotion. This is where the moon, which also governs over the past and the nurturing mother and the baby, this is the wanting because the moon is what we need and what we want. As we're in Thursday and starting to close out the week, that moon hungers for intensity, for the high, the passion of falling in love because there is no high or very few let me know in the comments that is the natural high when we just lose our minds and fall in love that falling in love feeling is a natural high and so with the moon and scorpio this is that desire for passion and then on friday august 5th we go into the second quarter moon at 13 degrees Scorpio. So 13 degrees Scorpio is the second, brings in the second decanate, which is Pisces, a Piscean influence to the second quarter moon at 13 degrees Scorpio. So now we're looking at this water and this passion and the dream, the fantasy, the love fantasy that the Piscean influence brings in. And the Scorpio in the Pisces, that's Richard Burton, the Scorpio, Elizabeth Taylor, the Pisces. Talk about a love affair passion off the charts. That's that feel of so in love, so high, just all reason gone. <laughs> With that feeling, that intensity, that fantasy, passion, love. The moon on Friday, August 5th, as we go into the second quarter, second quarter to full moon. Now the moon is really going to build in intensity, light, and energy. Moon trine Venus. That's just going into that oceanic feel of falling and being in love. And the light, of course, is getting strong. Second quarter to full moon, again, is a summertime correspondence. On August 6th, the moon in Scorpio makes a sextile aspect to Pluto in Capricorn. Now, the moon in Scorpio making a 60-degree sextile aspect of opportunity and favorable outcome to Pluto is the favorable potential outcome of taking a look at what's called your shadow. Now, the shadow can be different things. Going deep with the moon in Scorpio making a relationship to Pluto, the underworld, the shadow, and Capricorn 
that can be actually a wonderful opportunity to go deep into the fears that perhaps are stopping you from having the love that you want. Pluto and Capricorn, Capricorn ruled by Saturn is the block. Saturn is lead. The fears that stop us, in other words. Capricorn is cautious. Capricorn Saturn wants to play it safe. <laughs> Love is not for cowards and those that want to play it safe. Really falling in love is having the courage to fall and be in love. That component is there because no matter how many astrologers or readers you visit or whatever it is that you may do, wanting a guarantee in love and or life, but in love, it takes great heart and courage because when all is said and done, there's always a certain risk involved. Better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all. It's a risky, courageous thing. So as we're closing out the week and the moon, which carries the emotional imprint from the mother, the mom, and this is part of this moon in Scorpio, making the sextile to Pluto and Capricorn, knowing the shadow, knowing what is really your emotional need and what are the imprints that were never yours to begin with, but you're still carrying those fears and blocks. So with the moon making that sextile aspect to Pluto, which is the underworld going to the scary place. And do I have the courage to love and be loved to take a chance? And that's the theme of this week. Now, the other part about the shadow that doesn't get as much attention as the fears, your gold is hiding in the shadows. The untapped resources of your creativity, your passion, of course, your gold, your talents. If you've ever found yourself in life kind of being a fan or hero worshiping someone that you've admired, a part of what's going on there is a projection as far as you wanting to find and you having potentially those talents and wanting to bring them out as you sh should. So the shadow can be a beautiful place where the treasure is hidden. It's there. Another thing you could do is take a look at who you've admired in life and why. And do you see components of that in you? It will be there. That's the moon in her fall of Scorpio making that sextile to Pluto in Capricorn, having the courage to love and bringing out your personal treasure. You have it. It's there. You are born with it. And then later on, on August 6th, the moon moves into happy-go-lucky Sagittarius ruled by Jupiter. So when we look at the moon, which is what we need and want, and it goes into Sagittarius, 
And Sagittarius is one of the, what's called the feral signs of the Zodiac, meaning wild and free. When we look at Aries, Taurus, Leo, Sagittarius, those are the wild animals of the Zodiac that will never be completely tamed and domesticated, thank God. There will always be a part of Sagittarius symbolized by half horse, half man, that is needs to be free, to roam, to explore, to reach for the stars. Sagittarius ruled by Jupiter doesn't acknowledge limits and boundaries. Sagittarius is about faith and believing in the unseen that before it manifests in the physical, it's gonna happen. They have that faith. That's why they do that sign of the Zodiac doesn't recognize, well, you can't, you have blocks, you have fears that stop you. So as we close out the week and just to connect together the energy of this week, the theme, the energy, the power of this week is starting off the week with wanting to sort things out, clear things away in your life, clearing out a space, moon and Virgo, so that love can have a space and come in, moon and Libra. Then after the moon and Libra, and we start to go into second quarter, I'm sorry, is that second quarter? Yes, second quarter, 13 degrees Scorpio to full moon. That's not only clearing the space, but wanting the passion, the natural high of falling in love. And then after we go to the shadow and release and let go of Scorpio, let it go, Taurus takes in, Scorpio lets go. Then we release the poisons and the blocks of the fears that block us from having the cards to love. And then the moon goes into Sagittarius, which is shooting, shooting for the stars, reaching for the stars, having that faith and freedom that you're going to go for it. You're not going to be Sagittarius. You're not going to be tamed and domesticated, brainwashed to the point where you stop having faith and belief in love. So that's the scope of the week in a nutshell. And I hope this helps you out. And thank you so much for being here and listening to the Voice of Astrology podcast. I will see you all in the stars. And again, if you'd like to hear about Carol Lombard and Clark Gable or any other Hollywood romance as an astrological look at what's the stars and the compatibility about with twin flames and soulmates and lovers that were destined to be together, let me know. I'm it's one of my favorite things to do. Plus I have such a passion for the golden age of Hollywood. Thank you, everyone. I will see you all in the stars. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Thank you.